Alright, welcome back to another episode of the Tea Podcast. Wow, this is Zhe Tong here. And this is Hui Yi. Oh, wow, I uh, haven't done this in a very, 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 very long while. Yeah, because we didn't meet for six months. <laughs> <laughs> what has happened over the last six months, Hui Yi? What, what, what caused the hiatus? I don't know, you got busy, that's why we now didn't... Now you're do... blaming it on me. <laughs> You were the one who like changed jobs, come back from China and everything else. Yeah, but you had more jobs also. You have your upcoming nine months film coming up, your drama, oh. and then you had more dramas. <laughs> <laughs> so you see, life gets in the way. <laughs> I see. I'm sure it's more than just work that gets in the whole life of way. I see. What else can it be? <laughs> Yeah, so actually, um, you know, what, actually maybe we, we should, I should ask you, Hui, what do you think, like, what makes us come back to this episode to record another episode? Because I, for one thing, like, you know, thought that our podcast is kind of dead already, <laughs> you know, like, informally dead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like- Okay. Why are we doing this again? Why are we doing this? I guess after <laughs> six months of not meeting, we finally met yesterday for the first time, yeah. right? And then we're just talking, talking about life, catching up. And then uh, we went into this topic on like, oh, it's like we are almost 30. Mm. And then um, what have we done with our 20s? Yeah. Then we talked a lot about like what happened and then what our thoughts are. Then realized that, hey, this is actually a good podcast topic. Yeah. And this is, that that kind of reminded me of why we started this podcast in the first place. Yes, yes. It was to record these kind of like impromptu conversations. Hmm. Then, yeah, we did that for, I don't know how many episodes. Then we kind of stopped Stop, because yeah. the tongue got busy. Oh, wow. <laughs> blaming it on me, on me again. <laughs> yeah, so actually, um, you know, we don't have a huge upload of our listeners to our podcast. So, but we do know that we have a certain few friends uh, who actively, I would say, religiously listen to our episodes. So really, really... Uh, Giving a huge shout out to you guys, especially for Hui's dearest friends who have been asking where the podcast has been. <laughs> yeah, you know who you are. <laughs> I name those names. It's okay. It's not yeah. a lot anyway. <laughs> yeah, correct. I think like like what like what you said lah. So it's it's the point when we had our one to one dinner uh, again, and then it sort of like triggered the memory that hey, we wanted to do this podcast because we have been chatting a lot about life. And also, we want to air our opinions and expressions, uh, our views in life to everyone out there who's listening, so that you know you have a different opinion, different uh, advice they can give us. Like, how do we handle our millennial life? Uh, do give us a comment in the still somewhat active uh, Instagram account. Is it active? Is it active? I think it will. It will be after this episode. I see. <laughs> yeah. So today's topic is mainly about like summarizing twenties and also you know what's what's next for our 30s. So I was asking Hui yesterday, how would you summarize your 20s? Yeah, um, then I thought it'd be relevant to our like people who listen to this also because most of our friends are within uh, the same like age range. Oh, yes. So I thought like this could also, you know, like spur some thoughts about ending our 20s and going <laughs> into our 30s also. Oh, yeah. No, for the record, we didn't... Uh, quite say our age. I mean, a lot, a lot of you who's listening probably know, but oh, I'm eighteen. Oh, I'm nineteen this year. <laughs> so we are summarizing one again. 
twenties, which we haven't reached, but it's more like what do we look forward to in our twenties? Oh my god, cut the BS. Okay, so we are both twenty nine this year, turning uh thirty. Yeah. We are both January babies. Yeah. But that's besides the point. So, yeah, Hui, why don't you you know yeah. go ahead and yeah. summarize your twenties? Yeah, maybe what I say today might be a bit different from yesterday. No, that's fine. It's just going with the flow. Yeah. Yeah, so when Zetong asked me this yesterday, it's like, oh wow, is it really like I'm 29 already? What have I done with my life? Because half of it was spent in Carousel. I mean, that part of that is also uni life, right? NUS, then go to Carousel. Then after that, uh, got out of it in late 20s to go overseas to China. Then yeah. now I'm back yeah. and in a different life stage. Some thoughts have changed. Mm. Uh, last time uh, when I was still in school like I used to tell Zetong I don't understand like why you want to chase money <laughs> then, I think now more or less like, I can get I can understand like that perspective of like it's important to still be realistic about yeah. some things in life la. so how has it been I think to summarize I wouldn't change the things that I've done mm. no regrets mm. like going to china like even staying so long in carousel was also my own decision right because i enjoyed the time that i had yeah. here um what are there any what ifs maybe they are but then it's always like a, if you don't try what's in front of you then it's also another what if so you just have to make a decision and go with it yeah uh would you say that the things that happened in the last decade, in your 20s, was something that you have imagined for yourself when you were a teenager? Don't think so. Like, mm. I don't think I actually planned that in advance. Because mm-hmm. maybe, maybe, maybe time has also like kind of muddled the memories, right? But what I can remember thinking I want to do in the future when I was younger is like, oh, set up a cafe. Oh, yeah. And then like, oh, that's all I'm going to do. But then who knew that at least I didn't know product management existed in the past. Yes. This whole thing about startups going into tech. Um, yeah, so I would say that it's not something that I thought I would have been in. Uh. Mm. So, and I think it would be the same for you also, right? Making a like mid-20s career change from yeah. tech into like the inter- entertainment industry. Yeah. So, so how has that been for you? I think... I think this career switch was definitely something that I've never seen myself taking on, right? So I think I've uh, shared about it in the last few episodes. Not last few episodes, in one of the few episodes that we did. Um, but in essence, I think my 20s have been uh, fulfilling yet unexpected. I will say that, you know, I've done uh, plenty of things in the 20s. I've joined a startup that actually crashed. Joining uh, for uh, less than a year. What was it? Not crash like, I mean it's less. Uh, it? It's it's not it's, your LinkedIn it anymore. It <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, I joined Carousel for three years, and fast forward to today, I'm actually gonna, I'm in my com- current company for about three years also. So okay. actually, like time really flies after you you know you graduate because you there's no like actual path set for you. So my twenties have been like. Wow, very unexpected. Because in my teens, you know, um, I always imagine that, you know, maybe in my late 20s, I'll be someone like of a successful person, you know, maybe owning a mega big 
company and you know being the CEO or like you know doing my own um, dreams of uh, earning a lot of money and stuff uh, I realized that you know in my late 20s I'm not who I've envisioned myself to be so in this way I have actually um, what's the word I've overestimated what I could have done or rather I um, thought too highly of myself so there's this thing where like there's this gap where I have to you know uh, realize and also you know uh, come to terms with that you know there are a lot of things in life that can be done after you're 30 it doesn't mean that everything must be done or achieved like before you turn 30 although the society says otherwise in so many of the accolades and achievements you know Forbes 30 under 30 everything that's is like your dream isn't it yeah I mean that was <laughs> the, the dream right and I'm, I'm sure that's a dream for a lot of our people who are listening as well because uh, you feel that you want to get ahead in life and therefore there's this invisible pressure for you to for you to just perform and, and try to get something done before you turn 30. But I feel that at this juncture when I'm 29, maybe you can say that I'm consoling myself or maybe you can say that you know I'm taking the easy way out. But life ha- happens as is and you can always be in your own race. You don't necessarily have to subscribe to any like beliefs. So for me, right now, um, I'm actually looking forward to, to my 30s, although it's uncertain, although it's like, you know, like, I'm not exactly sure what's going to happen in my 30, but it's not the end, right? It doesn't mean that once you pass 30 and you haven't done all the XYZs or complete a list of achievements, does not mean that you are unsuccessful, because I believe that greater success comes afterwards, maybe in your 30s or 40s. But yeah. But when you said that like this whole like entertainment industry wasn't something you expected. Actually yeah. to me it wasn't that unexpected. Oh. Cause I mean like ever since uni days you always enjoyed hosting, right? Oh so, yeah. So like it's kind of like something you like to do is which is to kinda entertain people, I guess. <sighs> so I mean even in Carousel we also hosted Family Fridays. Yeah. Right? So I think it it's not surprising that you would end up where you are yeah and then yeah you also joined star search because you because 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 you because i wanted to just try something out for fun yeah try something for fun right right yeah yeah then it led you to where you are today yeah yeah then i mean looking back at these 10 years like do you have what was the most memorable from 20 years old to 29 years old well I think that juncture when I make the switch is definitely one of the most memorable because that's also the first time I made headlines in newspapers right so that's got to be the most memorable but um, I think other junctures could also be um, right from the start of uh, graduating uni because yesterday me and Hui we were dining in at this ice cream place and we met this uh, young couple and I asked them like uh, how old they were and they replied that they were in uni right so they were 21 and 23 um, you know I'm not trying to talk about their, their lovey-dovey relationship you know, that they were in sharing a waff- ice cream waffle but I want to focus on the part that when I look at them they are so happy and up- upbeat and positive about life and I feel that they have so much um, sparkle in their eyes. I mean, although, yes, they are dating and they are seeing each other, but I can see that, you know, they are in their early 20s and they have so much to look forward to in their life. And this makes me, reminds me of uh, 
uh, of me back then when I first got out of uni, right? And I realized that, hey, I was actually once in their shoes and also looked forward to a lot of things in life because I could also feel that uh, I felt that I could, you know, take over the world and take control of my life and take control of my fate. So, so that sparkle in them reminded me that, hey, um, I used to be the guy with a lot of hopes. So don't lose it so quickly in the right now. So yeah, I'll say two points now. Star search was one, and definitely the other point will be fresh out of college was another. I see. What about you? Me. Mm, highlights wise. Uh, I mean carousel. I don't know if you call it a highlight, but I mm. mean it kind of defined my twenties, right? Joining that since the start. I think since I was. 19, I think. Yeah. Then all the... Oh my god, is it 10 years? <laughs> <laughs> wow, congratulations on the 10-year anniversary. Wow, amazing. Yeah, so... Yeah, it shaped a lot of my thinking and perspective. Mm, yeah, and then like why I went to US was also because founders encouraged me too. Yeah. Like, oh, why I got interested in it. Yeah, a lot of it thanks to them. Yeah. Um, memorable wise it's not one defining moment I guess it's mm. that whole phase of mm. being with them and then I guess next would be uh, I think joining I mean going to China like mm. I, I don't I have never really talked about China because I left in quite a hurry like, yeah. I made my decision to come back quite quickly <laughs> <laughs> so, and the total duration is huh? Not nine months. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, nine months. I think things didn't turn out as I expected. Yeah. Then, but it's okay because I tried. Mm. I don't want to ask myself why if I had gone to China yeah. like, next time. So I think trying that out was interesting. Like I um, it's like putting myself in like out of my comfort zone. Yes. And being alone there, like if you ask me, I actually I don't reminisce about China much. Mm. Like I uh, like it's not something I often do, but I guess I am glad that I made that jump. But I I did this is something we can talk about next time uh, But okay. maybe I'm just suppressing that nine months because it wasn't like I wasn't too happy there also anyway. Yeah. So that's why. Okay. So probably is these two that are more memorable. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I want to maybe maybe I want to touch a bit more on like. The starting phase of carousel because uh, i was there witnessing the whole thing unfolding itself right um not right from the start but near the start um do you feel that as a company grows actually maybe this is for another episode but yeah do you feel that um the things they've experienced with the company or with the co-founders at the start it's like very very of a very different dynamics as of today 10 years later you mean what I've experienced with them then? Is it yeah. different today? I'm sure the company... I mean, the company has evolved a lot in the mm. last 10 years. But for your own experience with the co-founders and stuff, do you feel that a lot has changed? Oh, definitely. La. This morning, I had a quick chat with Cyril. So oh, okay. Just a small chat. But it's also that... I mean... Um, the company grew bigger right then of course they have more things to like occupy themselves with also of course then it's that there is uh, like that gap or distance if you call it already la, compared to the past because 
when sure. you are le- less than 10 people in the past then it's just sitting around a table Hustling. everything is like together right yes then now there's undoubtedly a lot of layers yep so, and then you have I'm not exactly with with like working with the carousel people Directly. now also yeah. so a lot of things I don't know but I also don't have context of what has changed but things are definitely different now. for sure for sure but no doubt uh, I think the co-founders have definitely shaped and also influenced a lot of your thinking from you know once when Hui did not even know what carousel was to, to today like she's like product manager for so many companies already yeah okay, interesting experience law, I guess but then I also want to ask you like if there was anything you would change about your 20s would mm. it be anything? Mm. I think career wise it's okay I probably wouldn't change anything maybe you know Hui is gonna she's gonna back check me uh, <laughs> check me, me from behind me by saying that she will not change anything because life has no regrets uh, yeah, she's no, so right. gonna pull that cut on me right now no but sure I mean if you have like, I would love to yeah uh, I think I think what's nice or what's different is that uh, maybe in terms of chasing the digital marketing career path from the start maybe I should have tried out uh, product managing because uh, product management is something that I uh, felt that I might be able to uh, it's something that I would like to try at all so that's one small uh, what if I would say it's a good to have. It's not that like I'm regretting for not going, uh, for not trying out product management. Next would be something that's more in the in the non-work scenarios. Um, but I would say that in short, um, these experiences are what um, made me and my family even uh, closer and bonded. I would say because back then I just didn't know how to express like uh, affection and love for my family right so I'll say the different uh, incidents and episodes that happened outside of work made me appreciate my family more and I'm learning you know to to, to express uh, my love to them because you know growing up in an Asian family we don't really talk about love in the family and stuff like that so so I say that I'll say that growing up you know I'm learning to do that and yeah it's interesting it's interesting how to see how um, those incidents and episodes uh, made me grow closer to my family as well yeah mm-hmm. and I'm I'm, for, I'm grateful for that so yeah cool cool so Hui is, is there anything you would change? Mm. no la. you still gonna pull that card from me no, you're always gonna you, pull you, that you card you say something I would have want to change I don't think there was anything you wouldn't want to meet Mr. XYZ, for instance. No, that I still think it is okay to have met these people. Okay. Okay. I, if they didn't, like, if these encounters didn't shape me to who I am today, then I probably wouldn't be here also. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's true. You know, there's like, it's like every, I mean, you've watched the recent Michelle Yeoh movie, right? Yes. Uh, I, keep, I keep forgetting the title. Everything, but... everywhere, all at once. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that thing. So is that every minor decision or whatever that happens in your life will bring you to where you are today, right? Yes. So I, I, I mean, then it's like if I didn't like, meet this person, if I didn't do this, do that, if I didn't choose to go to China, would I be here meeting like the people that I've met today? Yeah. Yeah. You never know. So I think regardless of who whom I met 
you know, or like encountered in the past, uh-huh. I had to have them in order to be here. Yeah, it's true. I would say that it's because of the losses you felt gives you the ability to appreciate what's good for you or what's the good things happen for you. Yeah. Yeah. So again, no regrets. <laughs> I knew you always put a cut on me. No yeah, regrets. Really, you, you, how yeah. about how about choosing double degree for your uni? No regrets. <laughs> See, if not, I wouldn't be here. Name the major that you dropped. Say it now. What new media is communications? <laughs> Okay, okay. Well, at least I tried that. Actually, I thought the foundation mods were quite interesting. Okay. Yeah, actually, I thought that I would have preferred new comms, uh, to comms business. and new media compared to business. Oh. But, but then I thought business was the more practical route. You thought wrong. But it's okay. It's <laughs> where I am today, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. I actually, what you say is right. Essentially, we are just a a sum of all decisions that you made, right? So, yeah. So, what would be your decisions going forward? How would be thirties looking like for you? Yeah. So, like what Zetong mentioned initially, right? asking me if I imagine myself to be where I am today. Mm. No, so probably ten years forward, I would probably also still be in a place where I wouldn't expect oh. myself to be. Okay. Like we had this conversation yesterday. Mm. I think I don't know what I want or where I'll be in ten years, yes. but I know what I don't want to be. Okay. Which is that I don't want to stop learning, mm. So don't want to stop growing. Um, like I think one of my recent realizations or. Yeah, is that oh what if I become too comfortable in my job? Yeah. Then I stop learning yeah. and like just be content with what I have. Then also a recent this conversation with some like people in the team made me realize that like I should probably work harder in my job still la. Because mm-hmm. there are things that I want to do in my life. I mean sorry, in this job that I haven't done. Okay. So I shouldn't get too comfy. Mm. Um, yeah. It so. it gave you the the sense of urgency, la, Yeah. Say. I yeah, see. So. Yeah. Well. So not necess- So from from what I've gathered, essentially, it's not just about. Um, it could mean an entirely new career switch, or we're talking about like maybe trying out different industries or like, but yeah. holding the same job. Uh, actually anything like, I think anything comes and like mm. if it makes sense if I enjoy it then why not right because yeah. we were just saying yesterday look at people in the 1800s <laughs> like so you can pick any English man and then he would have been a physicist farm, farmer <laughs> scientist astrologist or whatever right yeah. it's like they hold so many jobs with a shorter lifespan but yes. yet we hold one career our whole life yes so uh, I like to argue that maybe back then the, each of these specialist field didn't have much to learn from anyway. No, but I might be wrong. Please don't, please don't quote or fact check me. Yeah. But yeah, liquid talent, maybe you can still bring your skills or transferable skills to something else entirely different. Maybe like outside of product management. Who knows? Mm. But one thing actually I want to raise, right, for everyone who's listening to this, because we isn't someone who, she, she might in this episode sound like someone who doesn't have much plans for her life. But in her eulogy, she has always made it clear that, you know, in her lifetime, she wants to help 
or just spend time with the people around her, friends and families. So I would say that yesterday she brought up a good, very good point that, you know, aside from spending time and family and friends, that's a key priority. Uh, the career, which you also spend a bulk of time doing, is also something that she can develop as well. So that's why she felt that while constant learning and, you know, never ending your, your, your never ending, uh, never ending your learning experience is one thing that people often cite when they jump uh, jobs or switch jobs, right? But what we really meant here is less so much on like, learning for the sake of like achieving the highest tier in the title like she's not gunning for cpo she's not gunning for vp product uh those will be a natural extension of what she wants to do but rather she just wants to constantly challenge herself and learn more in in the next 10 years that's yeah what i got out of our meetings yesterday and today right yeah um yeah like, i mean 10 years i mean age is just a number right like Oof. uh like milestone i am 18 for <laughs> anyway yeah lor, like i think i have come to terms that what is most important to me in my life okay like for people it may be different you might think that your career is most important um like uh, making impact to the world is most important mm. for me i realize it is spending time with people i care about yeah so i think regardless of what happens in this 10 years or next 20 that will be what i want to like place as priority then this whole career what I want to do I think it's just a like what we mentioned yesterday side quest yeah <laughs> so it's like okay here we can do and, and we have fun in the process it's okay yeah. but then mainly just wanna like be there for friends and family la. yeah correct correct yeah when you put it into main quest and side quest it's so easy to understand about life yeah you know side quests can be unrelated to main quests yeah and you can don't complete them also Oh, yeah, 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 it makes so much sense, right? <laughs> Maybe I should change our podcast to live RPG or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, How about okay. you? What's uh, in your next 10 years? Uh, I do see myself continuing this job. Um, no matter how uncertain or, or, or sporadic it might seem. Uncertain in a way is because, like, you know, there are a lot of things outside our control in this job. I'm not sure if I mentioned this in the podcast, but... Um, a lot of things like fame, popularity, um, how the audience uh, audience reception to your performance and your characters, those are very um, uncontrollable factors uh, which may play a large part in determining where you end up in your career so we don't have like a linear career progression, right? So that always like, that's what keeps me awake, up awake at night because a lot of times I'm just wondering like, okay, am I in the right path? I think I am on the right path, but will the right path always be right? <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. So uh, I'll end up in a lot of a very uh, bad, vicious uh, thinking cycle that kept me stuck in a rut for a very, very long time. So, um, but as much as possible, since I picked up this uh, craft called acting, and I feel that, you know, no matter at what age you are, there's always an, uh, a role for you because right now maybe I'm acting as a uni college student, sometimes uh, a rich boyfriend or like a rich heir to a successful family or sometimes, you know, I'm acting as someone's uh, son or grandson. But as I progress, not as I progress, as I age, um, you know, maybe I will be acting as a different role entirely. So uh, what's what's good about my job is that it's something that I can continuously develop over a long time. 
um, be locally or internationally. And I do hope as I develop the craft, I do get recognized somewhere, right? Uh, any form of recognition would be great to, to my dedication to the craft. So, so that's something that I'm planning to do uh, for the next 10 years. Well, I do see myself, I think, like you say, I think it's very unpredictable. Eh? I think because we only solely touched on career, but what about other things in life that can happen in the 30s and 40s, right? Mm. Uh, do I see myself settling down, having kids, oh, which I was discussing in another podcast with another host? <laughs> but um, I might, I might, I do, I do see myself maybe not happening in like, you know, early 30s, but, but I do see myself being, having a high chance of, uh, you know, turning a new chapter in life. I'm not saying in particular like I'm going to ring the wedding bell or I'm going to have a baby next year, but, but I'm just saying that in my 30s, I do foresee myself doing all these things. Um, but at the same time, what worries me is that, what worries me and every other average Singaporean out there is the cost of you know, raising a family. And before doing that, I actually want to ensure that I can provide for my family, my existing family, before I go, go and create a new family. So, so that's why I think I would say that these are like legitimate concerns la, of um, a 20-something or a 30-something to think about my own parents, my family before you know I started thinking of creating a new one. I might be overthinking things because some people actually do say that yes, it takes a village to raise a kid, but it's actually not that expensive to raise a kid. It's the parents that made it expensive to raise the kid. You know, parents buy expensive diapers, formulas, baby formulas, uh, playground, childcare. It's the parents that made it expensive. It's actually not that expensive to raise a kid. Really? But, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, seems expensive. Yeah, correct, correct. So, education, uh, classes. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, so it's the parents that made it expensive. The kid will grow up no matter how. Yeah, I guess. But if you want your kid to have a good life, then... <laughs> do you not want your kid to have a good life? <laughs> I mean, I survived with zero enrichment classes since young. I mean, okay, my parents sent me to a few drawing classes when I was younger. And I uh, had baby formula when I was very, very young. And I didn't particularly go to like different places or like childcare centers. So, so... Like, okay, maybe my generations and my kids' generation would be different. And, uh, but the thing is, like, oftentimes I feel that it's the parents' uh, mentality that made it expensive to raise the kid. Because mm. whatever we have, whatever we have in terms of our mental models, whatever Ho Yi and I have, it's really good enough to pass it on to the kids. We can teach them things, what's right, what's wrong. Because ultimately, are you raising the next Elon Musk? I don't know. Yes. Or are you raising... Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, okay, then we have different uh, aspirations for the kids. Because <laughs> after, after all, after all I, I wish, I mean, to put it very briefly, we should, we should shelf this for another episode about kids and parents. But although we are nowhere near being parents, but I feel that in essence, uh, we don't have to pressure our kids or like try to vicariously live our dreams in our kids' lives. So don't, don't give them any pressure to become anybody or somebody. Uh, but anyway, um, so my 30s, yeah, I think it's exciting because I'm not sure what will unfold. But um, one thing for sure is that I would like to commit to the craft. Lah. And I really, 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 really hope that financially, I'll still be able to continue to dedicate um, my time to the craft. Because I don't wish to also sabotage my own financial situation 
by by holding on to this craft, right? So I, I would say that's the worry, lah. That's the number one worry. It, would it be a worry in this industry? Uh, it can be because it's uncertain. But right now, yes. Right now, I'm okay. Right now, I'm surviving okay financially. I'm sound. I can feed myself. I can do things that I want. But who's to say it will be the same five years later, mm. right? So, so I'll say that's the worry, lah. I see. Yeah. Okay. As to whether or not it's expensive to raise kids, we'll revisit <laughs> this in ten years' time. Okay. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> Yes. Oh, maybe we can get a few uh papa and mama friends of ours Indeed. to come online, you know, to come on the pod to, to discuss. In fact, we have a few. Even just our mutual friends, I can name a few. Yeah. They probably have like a lot more to share. Yeah, yeah. now that you mentioned, I don't really know if it's really expensive or what. Yeah. Like, is it self-induced? Are the expenses self-induced or like a need to yeah. the baby? Like, what are the top expenses you would have in your life? First house. Okay. Second, if you have a car, then yes. Yes. In in Singapore's context, yeah. right? then besides family and stuff, then I would think the third would be raising kids mm. actually. Mm. I mean to to argue against that, I mean to counter that, Singapore's education is fairly cheap for Singaporeans. So why do I people mean, say that raising kids are expensive? Yeah. So we should actually definitely get like, you know, young parents to come on board <laughs> to so give the comments. The people who don't know what it's like raising kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well we digress. So yeah, actually summarizing twenties and thirties. No, actually I, there's something that I want to ask you that you didn't add. What about outside of work? What do you foresee yourself in your thirties? Thirties? Yeah. I want to have my own house. Oh. Have I said this before? I still want my own house. <laughs> <laughs> Even after six months. Yeah. Oh, I remember saying that, yes, I'm sure that you can own a house in Singapore right now. Exactly. I, I was giving you the assurance. Yeah, yeah. So now it's just... Uh, just... Oh, so finance is not an issue. It's other things that's stopping you from owning uh, a house. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You so, do long-term planning. Okay. So, just gotta... Just figure this out when it's time do you really have an uh, ideal home or like I want to stay in commonwealth oh tangling <laughs> <laughs> hot whoa 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 kidding, expensive kidding. area kidding. what's the postal code maybe it's like I nah. okay yeah, wow expensive no, 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 area I'm kidding no, I don't know okay. anywhere that's near an MRT okay fair enough yeah. I mean Pongo is near MRT as well Anywhere that's within the Singapore circle, <laughs> you know. The MRT has a circle. Yeah. It gotta be in the circle, yes. as the Tong says. Yes, yes. It's either you're inside a circle, you're outside a circle. Yeah. Damn it, I stay outside the circle now. But it's okay, I'll strive to move towards the circle. Yes, you should. Yeah, so I mean, the house is it's just because I want my own space to do my own stuff. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it'd be great to do that. Especially yeah. if you have um someone to share that with. Yeah. yeah. So but then everyone has their own different ideals on like what it's what it's like, right? So yeah. to each their own. Yeah. I think I think for, for Singapore's context, because it's a pity that for people like us, not people like us, but for like young adults we who are not married. Yeah, we continue continue to stay with our parents uh since birth. Uh, yes and you and it doesn't make any sense for you to move out or like rent a place uh doesn't make a sense in a way like not about mentally but just like it doesn't make financial sense um so it's a pity that you know you can't do that 
as much in Singapore. Whereas like, you know, overseas, just like Malaysia or Taiwan, it's very, very common to, you know, move out of our parents' place once uh, you enter adulthood. So that's something that has been ongoing for the longest time. Lah. Just that it's a pity that we can only do it much, much, much later in our life. Yeah, yeah. correct. So... You know that you mentioned actually a lot of friends within our age are like moving into their own houses or waiting mm-hmm. for their houses. And yet, and we are at home. <laughs> <laughs> to each is, is his or her own race. Hui. It's yeah, okay. Yeah, sure, sure. It's okay. And, and, the, and the couples you talk about are probably like, you know, because they follow the Singapore blueprint, right? Because yeah, the, the BTO, yeah. they, they find a couple and then they but move out. I want out. my house now. <laughs> Well, you can just go and BTO, just, just you know, get a man and BTO. Uh. See, BTO still have to wait. I would like a resale. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so actually, but do you ever have like financial worries in your 30s? With the recent stock market, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. I hope I do hope Dokon is listening to this, but I doubt uh, it. No, no. Thank I you, Dokon, for this. Generally, we I would say we are both at least quite fortunate that I mean, worry is maybe like, like we we worry because we didn't really plan out what is required. But I'm sure we would be able to, like, live to a certain standard with mm. what we have today, lah. Yeah. Uh, again, like this is we are in a very privileged position yeah. to even say these kind of things, yes. right? that I was just telling the Tong yesterday imagine like you are born in Singapore mm. uh, how many billion people in the world seven, seven billion right mm. then you're born here like can enjoy ice cream waffles and yeah. corn and then um, so then, that's like five million out of seven billion I mean don't even need to be born here if you're arrested in Singapore yeah that's and like then, five million out of yeah, seven billion in this in this era also right imagine if you're born in the war okay, or yeah. something and then you yeah. die in the war or like if you expand it further like you could have been born like as a plant or as an animal <laughs> but then you are born as a human so imagine that that probability of it happening right it's just so 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 small yeah. and then like yeah we are think just very fortunate to be where we are lor. correct I think when you zoom out to that to that perspective, all your worries are everything you're feeling right now, all the problems you are facing, all the worries that you have, they are just so minuscule and first world problems really like for you to worry about and you know to be able to decide what to not eat for dinner, to be able to decide what to do this weekend on your off days, it's really like such a big privilege that we always are ignore and we always take for granted. Yeah. So. Yeah, I really like it when you put it into perspective for me because I was also having my own worry yesterday about work. And then she once she set the perspective for me, I realized that, yeah, I think I stayed in Singapore for too long. <laughs> I need to go out and see the world a bit yeah, more. Yeah, go, go book your flight tickets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, very fortunate to be born in a place where like it's peaceful and then like we don't suffer from uh, war consequences. Mm-hmm. Like there's no like atomic reactions happening in my hometown. And now my children don't have to suffer from deformities in the DNA and stuff like that. So, so yeah, we already are very fortunate. And I'm sure everyone who's listening to this podcast, you're also equally fortunate as well. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Well, 
that's that's that for this week's episode. I think it's quite packed with a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, we can't quite say for sure when's the next episode coming up. Depends on whether the tongue is free. Oh wow, you're yeah. blaming me on me again <laughs> on our podcast. This this podcast has two names on it, by the way, and you're blaming yeah, on yeah. me. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so we we have uh, decided, or or I have decided that. You know, for this podcast, we will not do a weekly podcast. It will be uh, as and when Hui is free. No, it's when Zetong feels like it, then we will do it <laughs> kind of podcast. Because uh, I think, to be honest, I think Hui is really tired of this podcast. Is it real? Is it true, Hui? No, it's not. Why do you say that? I'm not. Why? I suggested bringing it back. Hello. Hui, Hui is tired of discussing all these deep topics. She wants some shallow stuff. Like, she wants to discuss to Love Island. Oh, no, I don't even watch Love Island. <laughs> you want to discuss Singers Inferno? <laughs> I never watched. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we'll come back as and when. Um, you know, if you feel that you miss us, to give us a ping. Or you can just directly DM Hui Yi if you have a number. And DM the tone also. Yeah, follow us on Instagram at the T Podcast. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.